Welcome back to the Scoop College Basketball Podcast presented by Hoop Scoop Media. We are back for another conference preview. This time we're previewing the Big East, one of the most fun conferences in college basketball. It is going to be quite the conference this year. Uh, Kyle, what are your first opening thoughts on the Big East? We're in for a historic year for the Big East, man. Um, A rise back to real relevancy, Um, you know, with, you know, the emergence of the Red Storm, um, the emergence of, you know, I think Villanova getting back on the scene is really good too. Um, Those are two teams that uh, the Big East, uh, it really helps the Big East when when they're good. Yes, absolutely. Not even to mention Creighton, Marquette, and UConn, right. which are consensus top 10 teams, borderline top 10 teams. Mm-hmm. All will make for a really fun conference this year. Yeah. It was, Big East was the third best conference this year, projected as the fourth this upcoming year. Um, although I think it could be the best. Um, I, I will say, probably, now that I look at the bottom four, it really weighs it down. The bottom could, four is really yeah. bad, and I think I, that's why Ken Palm probably has them there. And the bottom four are terrible. We will get into that. But yeah, the, the bottom two, especially I think. Bottom two, uh, especially, yeah. But yeah, UConn—they won national championship last year, bringing home the title for the Big East. Uh, Creighton also made a run to the Elite Eight. Xavier made it to the Sweet Sixteen. Marquette was an early exit in the round of thirty-two. Some injuries may have contributed to that. Um, the Big East beat the uh, fraud uh, tournament allegations last year. Everyone's like, "Oh, the Big East teams can never make it far." Yes, they, uh, that uh, was only going to last for so long. Yes, they did beat those allegations. Still, some conferences out there that have not beat those allegations. No, <clears throat> Big Ten, but Big Ten, but yeah, the uh, the Big East does not have problems with that. But the all conference members from last year are Jordan Hawkins. He has started his pro career as is Adama Snogo, his teammate uh, Ryan Kalkbrenner. He is back at Creighton. Tyler Cola. He is back at Marquette. Bryce Hopkins back at Providence, and Sule Boom exhausts his eligibility. Moving to the second team, Oso Iguodaro, Cam Jones, they are both back at Marquette. Joel Soriano back at St. John's. Eric Dixon back at Villanova. And Colby Jones, he started his pro career. Um, a few coaching changes. Rick Patino, an elite head coach, comes to St. John's from Iona, replacing mediocre Mike Anderson. Huge mediocre upgrade Mike. there. Mediocre Mike. He is the definition of mediocre. Um, Ed Cooley comes to the Georgetown job and replaces... Patrick Ewing, who was a great player at Georgetown, but was a terrible coach. Uh, and Kim English. Upgrade. Yes, Kim English is the replacement for Ed Cooley at Providence. Definitely not uh, as high on that hire as the rest, but we will see how it plays out in time. Um, so, yeah, moving to our all conference teams, who did you have as player of the year? Mr. Tyler Kolek. That is who I went with as well. Won it last year, elite I think... floor general. Outside of Zach Eady, I think he's the second best player in college basketball. I will say that. I'll hmm. go out on a limb. Um, the things he does, playmaking, shot creating, his IQ, he's just his emergence of what he was at George Mason to what he is now is incredible. Like he was like a shooter as freshman year. He right. wasn't like a like, point guard. I remember him there. Um, um and in first year fact- Marquette. Good passer, terrible. Something shooter. I love um, about college basketball is is really like putting together these guys' journeys throughout their four years, and to see things come full circle for them like this. To think that he would turn into this, I don't think anybody 
thought that when he was a freshman at George Mason. No, he was he was good. George, he was good. Though. I mean, he won no. a ten rookie of the year. Probably should have been a ball when actually won an award, but uh, oh, that's true. He did. Yeah, uh, he did get his revenge though, winning the a ten player of the year, which should have been Deron Holmes. So it's all kind of even <laughs> down and but yeah. Um, who is another player you had in your first team? I had Baylor Shireman of Creighton. Okay, I had um, him on my third team. Yeah, I just think somebody's in for a big jump. Um, yeah, I think he's gonna be in for big volume. So efficient, great at coming off screens. Um, I think he can take it to just an entire another level, and he's a reason I have Creighton very high. Um, in my yes, team, very Thanks. well-rounded player can shoot, rebound, pass. I had him thirteen just because I don't know the volume he's gonna get with the. Very strong starting lineup. He is definitely one of the best players in the conference, a top-tier player in the country as well. Um, but I actually had Trey Alexander on my first team instead. Um, I think he's definitely more capable of taking a bigger jump, um, has the ball in his hands more, can do a little bit more creation. Um, viewed as an NBA draft pick um, this upcoming year, maybe he will sneak as high as mid- first round. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. he was he would have been like a second-round pick last yeah, year. Yeah, I agree. Would have stayed in. Uh Definitely has a lot more value add this year. Very good shooter. Um, can play make a little bit too. Great Has defender. some clamps on defense. Yeah, so I I have him as one of my crazy members on the first team. Um, who I else have do you Tyler have? Tyler Burton of Villanova. Okay. Um, you know, I have my doubts with how Neptune's going to use him, but if Neptune sobers up, they run the offense through Tyler Burton. That is how Villanova is going to be at their best. Now, yes. will it happen? I could be very well wrong about this, um, and I'd be fine with that. You know what? Um, I'm putting it in Neptune's hands to not be a complete shitter. Um, so um, they need to run the offense through him. Let him create. Don't play him off ball like I've seen in some scrimmages do not play him off ball his worst attribute is three-point shooting and it's not even that bad but like use what he's good at and as the mid-range that is getting downhill like use him as your lead creator um i think uh, if he does that um i think villanova could be even higher than i have them i think villanova on paper is one of the best rosters in the country Mm -hmm. it is absolutely it is just a coaching problem just uh yeah, Kyle Neptune's still very unproven. Last year, not go how it wanted to be, but there's still definitely a lot of hope there that things could change. Um, but yeah, I had Burn on my second team. I think he's Villanova's best player. I just have questions again about is he going to be the primary Bye. option every night? But and one guy I did have on my first team is Bryce Hopkins, uh, Providence star, can uh, really get a breakout year after transferring from Kentucky. Good score, can uh, good at getting into the paint, scoring there. Has I want to see him expand his range a little he, bit. He shot you know? okay from range and limited volume. There's definitely something to work with there. Even the mid range, um, he's yeah. but he is amazing at getting to the free throw line. Amazing, mm. and that's not a slander or anything like that. He is just so good on the glass and getting, uh, drawing fouls. Like everyone thinks, oh, he's going to the free throw line. He's a free throw merchant, and to a point, like sometimes. I mean, is being a free throw merchant true. a bad thing? Right, especially like, if you hit them at a high clip, is. like those are those are free points. They're called free yeah. throws. You hit them at a high clip, you get to the line. Like that, those are points that you need to get. Like if you're not getting a lot of free throws per game, that's usually a bad thing. Like um, if you look at a team, so yeah, no, I yes. think it's a very positive thing. Yes. Uh, who else do you have on your first team? So I went with the two big look with Donovan Clinigan, um on my yeah. first team. 
Um, I think he's in for, I think UConn is going to operate a little bit differently this year. I think they're going to be more of an inside out team. Um, I think they're going to play. And there were times last year they were perimeter oriented with Jordan Hawkins. Um, losing him is going to hurt a little, um, but they, they replaced him pretty well, though, at the same time. Um, I think they're going to play a lot through Glenn again, and I think he's going to get a lot of looks because um, I don't think their backcourt is as strong as it was last year. That's where some of my question marks, there's unproven with Castle, obviously, but he will. I have watched Castle. He is unbelievable. I think he could translate way quicker than people think. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I think UConn's going to operate through him. I think he is going to get the volume. I, I feel pretty good about that. Um, and, yeah, you know. I yeah, I have, I have, I have Klingon as well. I think he could really step into his own. Obviously, really good last year in the limited minutes he played. Obviously, he's a main guy now. And then my last player on the first team is Ryan Kalkbrenner, the leader of the Creighton team, extremely efficient offensively, very solid rim protector on defense, too. So he was a shooting for first team for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I guess we'll open up about uh, what happened before the podcast. I had him third team, like an idiot. You, you, you didn't have him on your all-conference teams at all. Oh, that's true. I left him off completely. You, that, that, yeah, was, that was disrespectful. That was, that's on me. That was, that was um, one, one of the worst takes I've ever heard. Okay, well, that's too far. When it, I had my... it was one of the worst takes I've ever heard. Um, And it's... It would be one thing if I just straight up hated the guy, but I, it was a volume thing. We've been talking about volume with all these guys, right? You have Shireman third team, I have him first team. Like for me, it's volume. Um, and a lot of these, uh, for him, for him and being a big, and I think Creighton is such good guards. I was, you know, thinking, but then again, he plays on the perimeter, so he's going to get a lot of shots. Yeah, that was that pick, was on pick me. and roll. Um, um, but yeah, he's on my first team. And I love him on defense. Um, finally, finally came to your senses there. He's uh, one of the most efficient players in the country offensively. Had led the nation in true shooting percentage over 72.5. Extremely efficient. Has shown some flashes of shooting from range. We'll see yes, if he, I uh, think he's going to get better there. With NBA know. draft feedback, we'll see if he can consistently shoot. I don't think he's a bad shooter. I just think the problem no, is he just wasn't taking them. Yeah, um, that's it. He's got I mean, a good look When he shoots 70% when he from the... Right. From the basket. How are you going to turn down such high percentage yeah. shots if um, you're making them all the time? You know? It's yeah, de- definitely something basketball. to definitely something to monitor and watch. But second team, on my second team, one guy I did have is Jaden Epps, which is actually the only player I had from a, like a bottom bottom Same half school here. in the conference. But like he's gonna put up buckets. I think he's gonna lead the conference in scoring. Like I don't know. I don't know if I'm a huge Epps guy, but like he's gonna put up buckets and like at some point. If he scores twenty points per game, like you can't leave him off the conference teams, right? like even though Georgetown is not going to be good, and like, and if you look at their roster, they have next to nothing else that's as nearly as proven as he is. Yeah. Um, so I have Epps on my second team, um, okay. for those same reasons, and I have Stephen Ashworth of Creighton. Okay, I have um, Ashworth third team. So yeah, no, I think he's um going to be part of that new um, you know, Brian Nemhard was a really good player. Um, but I think Ashworth gives you more offensively. Um, I think Ashworth is better. Like I do, I agree like, with that. People are really hyping up Nemhard this offseason. He's not all. I that. agree. I like agree. he's a, he's a really good point guard. Like he's one of the best point guards in the country. But like people are like giving like, him, like sort saying, of all American buzz. He's not that. Like close I was to being saying, all American. But Gonzaga is great like, with development, and they were teams, great with his brother. So. Teams love hyping up pure point guards and guys that, you know, yes. love the pass or, 
Nimmer showed flashes of scoring, but um, like, yeah, um, he's got to prove it to be, you know, um, what makes a really good point guard is yeah. being able to score as well. But we know Ashworth is an elite shooter. Yeah. Same, same. I think he's just as good of a facilitator as Nemhard was. He is. Yeah. So, His uh, facilitating is underrated for sure. He's not yeah. just a guy who's going to jack up. No, he's he's definitely up there with the best of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had him third team. Oh. So I have Bryce Hopkins second team. Um, okay. already went over him, and I have Eric Dixon from Villanova. Okay. I had Dixon third um, team. I will say, and this is something that you know, just from watching a lot of the games last year, Neptune loves running things through Dixon. Um, he he loves getting the ball in his hands. It was to the point where it got so bad that he was taking the last shots at the end of games, and they were threes. He was chucking up threes at the end of game. I remember against Butler, the final play he drew up for him was coming like off an elevator screen, having him pop out for a contested three. And I just had my hands on my in my face. I'm like, that is the best you can draw up, like a big that doesn't even shoot that many threes um, out on the perimeter. So it's a blessing and a curse. I love Eric Dixon. But I've just got to say, extremely skilled. Uh, yeah, my defense friend is... trains him um, around here. Uh, defense is not good, but I'll tell your um, friend I get his defense up, get his uh, conditioning I think it's up just part a little of, bit. It's part of his build, you know. Yeah. Um, he's just a really big guy, mm. um, but he's really mobile offensively. I do think there is some yeah. room for growth on defense. Like he oh, does absolutely. move pretty good. Um, yeah, he's so, just not a rim protector at all. Yeah, he's more of a um, four that's just playing the five. He's not an athlete. Well, I'll put he, it that way. I, I um, think he's more of a four. He's just like I agree. He's, he's a, yeah, he is a four to me. But then again, like mm-hmm. we don't really hate. But he is a five a, in Villanova. Villanova is allergic to getting good fives. So, um, Evidently. Uh, um, but yeah, um, other player so, had him. I'll, I'll go with my player. I had Devin Carter. Maybe a little bit of a high pick, but like I, I love I, it. It just. The defense is what really got to me here. He's an elite defender, flies around the court, gets box steals, does everything on the defensive end. Offensive, I mean, he gives you double digits nearly every night. Like maybe he's not the most efficient, but he's also like kind of a secondary point guard, can score to an extent, very good athlete, but the two-way player really got to me. Like I'd rather take him over some of these guards that are struggle a little bit on defense. I just like okay. Carter's versatility. Yeah. Just everything you know, he brings to the table is at a high I would level. put Devin Carter as an overall player over so many of these guys on this list. I love Devin Carter. I think mm-hmm. his ceiling is higher than Bryce Hopkins's personally. I think he can I see that. be a, a three-level shot creator, mm-hmm. shoot from all ranges. Um, defensively, yeah. he is elite. One of the best in the mm-hmm. conference. Absolutely. Um, he, he's, he really uh, broke out last year, and I think he's going to continue uh, to do that. However, I did not have him on all conference teams. And no, that's completely fair. That, not not um, a popular all conference pick. Like I don't, you know, necessarily. Um, I thought about it for sure. Um, yeah. and I have Joel Soriano as my last mm-hmm. member. He's going to be an absolute monster this year. Um, one Elite of the best on both sides of the boards. One of the best rebounders in college basketball. A lead around the rim. Um, he is one of the most underrated bigs in the country. I, I still don't mm-hmm. think he gets his proper respect. Um, yeah, I mean, he'll get respect this year now with the team's success. Um, um, I mean, there was, there was a time last year, he was better than Sonogo for a while. I remember was comparing stats, he was unbelievable mm-hmm. last year. He was pretty good. Um, so yeah, um, obviously, he has more weapons around him now. We'll see, but he's gonna, you know, just get everything on the glass. Like, you don't need to run things through him for him to get his points. He's going to feast on second chance points. So, 
Um, yeah, that's my second team. Last player on my second team is Oso Iguodaro. Um, very versatile big as well. Uh, the only thing he's missing is a shot, which I think could come. Like, I don't really, he didn't shoot at all from three, but like, I feel like there's a non-zero mm-hmm. chance he starts to develop that. But he's very athletic, can facilitate a little bit for his size. Um, yes. Yeah, very yeah. solid big man that uh, is de- definitely a unique, almost in his style, but one of the better ones in the conference for sure. Yeah. He's on my third team. Yes. Um. So my third team started out with someone I'm not as high on as other Villanova fans. And it's Justin Moore. Um, I honestly didn't have him on my all conference. It was okay. close. I get, I wanted to put and him on valid, and like, dude. oh, wait, I don't have any more spots. So and Villanova fans will put you on a stake for that. But like, you know, I've had Justin Moore on my breakout teams for years. Um, And it's just like, you know, I've shooed him in as a breakout. And mm-hmm. that's a perfect example. And he got hurt the one year and he's just not all that efficient. Um, yeah. you know, that's yeah. been a he's problem really for him. The, um, yeah, defensively, he's pretty good. I wouldn't say bad. Middle, middle of the pack. He's fine on yeah. defense. Um, but yeah, I, I do think his volume is going to increase a bit this year. He's you know obviously very old. Um, he's going to get his shots and yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, Villanova is just going to be really interesting. Where the volume come is distributed on Villanova. Um, but the so. thing for me, why I didn't have him on my all-conference teams is because, you know, you probably want to put Villanova's best player on your all-conference teams. Most people think it's more, but inside personally think it's Burren and then Dixon, I, I think, is their better. And then, like, they're just such a talented team that there'll be a lot for of... Me, there, for me, There won't goes... be, like, a ton of, like, standouts points-wise. Like, their starting lineup is very good overall. Yeah. So, like, I don't think he's going to average some crazy numbers because there's going to be a lot of guys to go around with a point. So, um, I, I still think he's a very good player, though. Oh, Kyle's internet is going down again. We had issues with this before the podcast, so this could definitely be an... Oh, you're back. Let's go. Okay. I, I, th- I thought we would have another episode where you're done for like 10 minutes. But what did what, you know. say when we were... Uh... So I was... Yeah, my list of best to worst on Nova is some of the watches dumb. I think it's Burton. I think it's Dixon. Then it's Moore. Then it's... Oh. As Wi-Fi went down again, so that is not great. But um, another member on my third team, I guess we'll see if he joins back quickly. Is Cam Jones for Mar? Uh, is Cam Jones for Marquette? Um, I think Jones should. I mean, okay, you're back. Um, I was just I was just telling people how I had Cam Jones on my third team. Honestly, could move him up higher. I just value the defense of Devin Carter, but offensively, definitely give it to Jones. Um, I originally had Jones. I might be too low on him, honestly. I think he could be first team. Like, There's so many good players in this conference. And you know he's going to put up points with how Mark Very, very good score. Very good uh, shooter. Should fit. Very good fit next to Carter. I originally had a second team that slid him down as well. One of the best guard duos in the country. And that wraps up my... Oh, wait, no, I have one more player. Um. So I've Jordan yeah. Dingle yeah, on my third team. That was my team. player. Um, and I've Trey Alexander on my third team. Um, I think Jordan. Oh, brother. Down, down goes Kyle's Wi-Fi yet again. Um, Yeah, but Dingle obviously is the leading returning score in the whole NCAA. So pretty significant that... Uh, Okay, I, I, I was telling I was telling the people how Dingle led the country. Um, this is I'm gonna good. continue. Okay, okay, yeah. 
so I, I think Jordan Dingle is one of those guys, um, like I posted, um, is who's can translate at any level. I think his IQ yeah. um, translates anywhere. I mean, he's um, not going to be scoring. No. Yeah. 23 and, and in the big. We had that play. argument last year. I meant last week or whatever. But he's still going to be just, a very good player. There's just too many good players on St. John's as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with Ledlam now, um, Soriano, Luis. Mm-hmm. Da- Dingle needs to be healthy too. Um, Did Dennis yeah, he, get his waiver? Yeah, I think I think he's good. He just okay, need to graduate. Okay, yes. And down go. This is uh, this is not ideal here. Is uh, Kyle has dropped out. Uh, his connection has still gotten worse again. So <laughs> this is this is getting annoying. This is unbelievable. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Someone's on their internet upstairs. Uh, I don't know. Bro. Evidently, right. um, um, but yeah, so I think highly of Dingle, um, and then the last member of my third team, I think is also yeah. So all right. that's all. So my yeah, or you talked about everyone there. So top ten transfers. Number one, I have Burn. Feel like Ashworth is like the consensus number one pick, but I just am super Ryan Burn. No disrespect at all meant towards Ashworth. Obviously, as a Crane fan myself, I am loving Ashworth, but. I think Burn is like an NBA player and Ashworth I do. is not. So that's I do. Uh, I have Tyler Burn as one as well. We think then I have Ashworth very too. equally high on Tyler Burton. Um, yeah, because I know what I saw at Richmond. Um mm-hmm. and Chris Mooney didn't even use him all that right either. So mm-hmm. but um anyway, I have Ashworth too. Yeah, you know. Dingle three. Dingle three. Number four, I have Cam Spencer. Um, Spencer four. We're four for four. Very, very solid shooter. Can play make a little bit. It should be a great plug and play option to uh, UConn. Number five, I have Epps just because the scoring numbers are going to put up. I have um, Chris Lelum at five. Okay. Yeah. I did not put Lelum on all conferences. He would be the number, or my t- transfers, he would have been number 11. I think Lelum is great, but didn't quite make the cut. Um, number four. Uh, let's see who number six. I have Davion McKnight. Um, number six, I have RJ Luis. Okay, no, someone not make my cut either, which also is like the next player off as well. Um, but yeah, McKnight, very solid point guard, can get to the rim, should be a decent defender as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, number seven, I have Josh Oduro. Very I solid see player. Josh Oduro did not make my cut. Um, I don't know course. how he's going to translate in this league with a lot of good things. Um, He'll be fine. He's a good but player, just... but yeah. Um, yeah. I think I've seven. I've Quincy Olivari. Um, okay, I, think I am a ten. Shot creation and scoring should translate very well. Really filled up offensively. Conference USA transfers have done really well in this conference uh, with Sully yeah. Boom last year. Um, I think he's going to do some of the same. So yeah, number number eight. I have Akeem Hart. Really does like everything. Honestly, just a uh, good guy. Good uh, fan. Good wing to have. Can shoot the ball a little bit. Can pass. Uh, Winning play player. defense. Yes, definitely. Maybe we'll put up like the worst numbers scoring wise out of Villanova starting five. If he even starts, he could be come off the bench. If Armstrong is starting point guard, but Hart is definitely a very valuable player whenever yeah. he's on the court. I do think they're going to start Hart because you just want his defense out yeah. there. Um, I have Dennis Jenkins at eight. Okay. Um, I love his upside. The dude can play at any level. Um, he's got great size, great shot creator. How is he defensively? Like I never really dove into that. Um, I don't know. 
I, I think he's middle of the pack. Okay. I, I mean, Rick Pitino is an elite defensive coach, one of the yes. best ever. So he is. Um, so I think he will be okay. Um, yeah, and then take that. And then at ten, I Jaden Epps. Um, okay. Nine, I have Kim Hart. So, yeah. Ten, I have uh, or nine, I have TJ Bamba. I Bamba at eleven. Can really score the ball. Um, I have Adoro yeah. at twelve. Yeah. Oh, very. Ten, I had Blythe eleven, Louise twelve. So okay, well the same. Uh, breakout players. I got a Zoom call. Kyle had twenty breakout players. Clearly not following our instructions when we were making a podcast. So doing five for each conference. But uh, let's just, just list them off fast. We we don't need analysis for every player. Just list them off fast. So, um, um, Jordan Longino, someone who's been rattled okay. with injuries. Mm, um, okay. I, He's I don't know looking, if I love to pick, but I'll. I'll he's been looking you know. really good in scrimmages. I've I'll, been I'll take that in. Um, really good three and D guy. Um, yeah. they're gonna. You, they can, you can move his, a little quicker because you have twenty yeah. players. We'll be talking about all these players later anyway. Some of them I've already talked about. So RJ yeah. Luis, we don't need to talk about. Yeah. Brendan Housen, really good shooter, yes. in for a much bigger role, I think, this year. Hopefully, no Chris Archman. It's please, please, please. Yes, um, I don't want to see that. Ben Gold of Marquette. Yeah, um, he was really a really good big prospect. Um, yes. he's gonna get some good minutes. Um, Pierre Brooks, the second of yeah, Butler. I had him as well. I think he's gonna be their best player. We both agree on that. Um, really good player from Michigan State, which didn't see a lot of minutes. Um, he's gonna get minutes. R- really good as a stretch. He was not All that right, great good. at Michigan State, but I mean, he just didn't have the opportunity. This, uh, really. He he was okay. He got a little bit of minutes, so he mm-hmm. should be better now. So I have Isaac Trout of Creighton. Okay. From Virginia, um, I went with Mason Miller. I went Mason Miller. I think Mason Miller is going to be the guy that takes a starting job. Seems like reports are heading that way. Okay, um, yeah, you would know. It was me. a good shooter in uh, year one, uh, should, yeah, or think, year two actually with the program see, since he. Redshirted. See, I think Trout can be a lot like Hawkins from a skill set and from what I hear. Um, I mean, shooting wise, he's very good, isn't he? Trout is big though. Like, I mean, yeah, like Hawkins he's, he's, was too. Right? I mean, six, seven. Yeah, Trout. Like, he, I didn't realize how like strong he was though. Like, oh, true. He's actually like really, really developed. All right. There. Yeah. So next, I have Chico yeah, Carter right. Jr. from DePaul. Okay, I did. Um, I know we don't see. I love his efficiency. I think he's going to get more volume this year. He played at um, South Carolina, and to be efficient at South Carolina is an accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Is it not? Um, could have been worse. so DePaul. I think he's gonna have more volume. They don't have anybody now with um Elijah Fisher leaving. Um, so yeah, uh, I like him. Desmond Claude, of course, you can shoot him in. Even though I don't like to shoot in breakouts, he's a great defender. Yeah, Claude, um, Claude is easily a breakout. You could player. just shoot him in. Um, Absolutely. Cam Craft of Xavier, someone who I really okay. like. Um, I was high on him at one point, but the thing is, I just don't know what the minutes are going to be. But again, injuries have opened up some minutes. Um, six six, he does have good size. Could get some minutes off the bench. Mm-hmm. Zuby Elijah four from Saint John's. Zuby four. Ezio four. Yeah, thank you. Um, from Kansas. Um, really good backup. He was really day. good at Kansas when he played. He was. Um, I think he's going to get good minutes behind Soriano too. Um, so. Yeah. Now we're going to get into some real breakout players. Um, okay. Jaquan Sanders, Seton Hall. Um, okay. Again, Seton okay. Hall is going to be all hands on deck. Um, outside of Kadari Richmond, Dre Davis is solid. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they need some more guard firepower. And Jaquan Sanders and Jaquan Harris are two guys I both okay. have. Um, it's fine. Dontre Styles of Georgetown. Okay. Um, 
Good being starting lineup didn't do yeah. anything at UNC. Um, yeah. I think they're just going to need help around apps. Landon Moore of Butler, somebody I have mm-hmm. from St. Francis, PA. He was solid there. He played in NEC. NEC, I know. But he was a fr- was he a freshman? Yes, he won freshman of the year. Okay, which is I, always I, something I like. He's got eligibility. He's got years. He's got actual upside, which is something Butler doesn't have a lot of. And I just do not like Posh Alexander at all. Um, so yeah, um, I think he's going to be pretty good offensively. Then I have Rafael Castro, who I love. I okay. absolutely love Rafael Castro. He's a great rim protector. I've been hearing, you know, what they didn't do last year. There's rumors of him, like, you know, getting minutes. I think it's going to happen this year. Um, he's going to get some real minutes behind Odoro. Um, they might even start Castro and put Odoro at the four, I've been hearing. So mm, there's possi- uh, possibility of that, at least. I, I, I don't think they're going to play Hopkins at a three. That just doesn't. That's sense. true. I, they would have to do that to do that. I so I, I have Jaden Pierre, yeah. Providence. Yeah, I him as well. Um, he was good last year. He just will get minutes now. And then last pick, I have Justin Fernandez. So someone at six eight. Isn't he hurt this year though? I Is thought he, he like tore his ACL. Oh, you know what? I actually think you're so, right. I did hear about that early on. But so I'll go over some of the players that you didn't have. One name is Klingon. I mean Technically you're right. I mean, everyone has him as a breakout player. If you didn't have him just because it just goes without saying. I mean, you had him on your all conference first team. It's uh pretty self explanatory. I just had him on her speaks. I had to have him on him. He's just gonna take so much of a jump statistically. Uh I have two other Marquette guys in addition to Goldad, Chase Ross and David Joplin. Yeah. Joplin is a guy that could be Marquette's leading score, really good offensively. Uh definitely way better offensive player than Omax was. Defensively is where he they could see a drop off. Um, and Chase Ross also very good as a freshman. He should get some solid minutes on the wing guard. Um, and then I yeah I went with Mark Armstrong. Uh, has all the tools. Just has like isn't quite polished. Like he'll make like a really good move and like blow to finish. Like and then you know he'll have a wide open yeah. jumper. His form is amazing. He's a terrific form. But he, then they he just should don't be fall. really good. Um, um, but he, he also couldn't. Yeah, well, I we'll just see. don't want to shoe him in like a lot of people are. But no, I think he, he's he looked good at times now. for U nineteen this summer. Um, but there were some times I was watching him. He had like some really good move to bat right. and then, like missed a layup. But yeah, Claude is my final guy. Obviously, both had him. All freshman team. One guy that's pretty obvious is Stephon Castle. Freshman um, of the year. Yeah. Um he is unbelievable. If you guys good, good guard skills for play, his uh for um, his size. He makes difficult shots. He's under control. Mm-hmm. Um he yeah. is I think I mean as much as I love my top three freshmen, like I almost want to put him there. Like he is so good. Um I top three freshmen in the country. I, I would almost consider him for that. Like yeah, I'm so high on him. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm gonna go there, but I think he's so well really elite um and yeah he's you know in everyone's lottery right now so i, I do see him there um simeon wiltshire i do have yep. from st john's adam as well um i think he's gonna i've heard rumors that he might start but now with danis i don't think so yeah he they're kind of banged up though right away that's true so he might get some reps Jingles banged up who knows if he's gonna play probably Luiso is out for a little bit so yeah so he could finish starting lineup more of a point guard but could is big mm-hmm. enough to like play the two or three so i have trey green of savior um i, I, I love trey green minutes. i just have a spot for him i, I, I love I trey it. green i'm the biggest trey green i mean i know a lot of people that know 
that know more about these guys love Trey Green. I love Trey Green. He's going to be an All-American at some point, but there's this freshman that will start in a conference, and I don't think Green will, though I would love to see him start. Um, but we'll see what Sean does. So. does. Yeah. Um, and then we've, I've Garvey Duval. Yeah, another guy that's really rise, rose up the uh, pro talks. Really good defender. Um, mm-hmm. Is able to play a little bit of point guard. Versatility is good. That, yeah. Will the scoring shooting come? We'll see, but he at least brings some value right away, even if his shot isn't falling. And then last, and he is six seven, but he does play more of a guard of Reed Descharme of Xavier. Um, you know, I just wish Fremantle going down with Hunter going down. I just think there's going to be minutes for those freshmen. Um, but yeah, I went the same route. I went with Lazar Djokovic for Xavier. Okay. I think he is going to be the person that fills in the starting lineup in place of. I guess he will be the starting four for Xavier. Uh, I've heard about some, that. Yeah. Put up some good numbers internationally for Xavier this offseason, uh, or not for Xavier, for Serbia, I believe. I believe he's uh, Serbian. So, yeah, I, I think he will be in the starting role. And then my last guy is Finley Bizjak. I know a lot of Butler guys are really in on him, and he's another candidate to kind of be Butler's breakout player. Um, let me let me just go through and some other freshmen, see if there's any other like ones I really like, because there's a lot. Obviously, I love Trey Green. Xavier's freshman class as a whole, like uh like Sasasiani, another international guy that could play. Dalen Swain, Kashiente yeah. is a really high energy guy. Um let's see. Obviously, maybe Jaquan Harris is a red shirt. Um Marquette and Yukon have some great freshmen too. Yeah, like Trey Norman, Zade Lowry. I don't know how many mints are gonna see, right. but I know some people really like those guys. Mm-hmm. Um, Rowan Brumbaugh maybe as a red shirt. I he's a guy I do really like, honestly. A Churchill Bass for DePaul yeah. might be their actually they got ETN, so he might be their backup center, but still could play some significant minutes there up top. Trout um could consider him as well. Solomon Ball is a guy that could be really good as well. Um mm-hmm. yeah, so a lot of good freshmen in this conference overall. Um yeah. But yeah, moving to our um our conference review. So we're going to start with Georgetown, who was terrible last year. I've been at ninth this year. Yeah, I'm at ninth. Yeah. This this roster is still bad, but yeah. they have a good coach now. And at least, like, even if the roster sucks, they can at least be sort of competitive and at least build some momentum. Eps will really light up the floor. Heath is an okay starter. I think you would take him as a high major starter. Mm -hmm. He's been a high major program for four years and average double digits every single year. I mean, you you take that. There's something Um, to be said about that. Let's see. And then after outside of that, though, it's it's a bit dry. Styles' breakout is up in the air. Um, I guess if we get that, that would help out a lot. Supreme Cook, solid big in the MAC. I'm you can you can work with that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, is he he's out for a little bit. Um, good shooter. They also yeah he he's a good spot up shooter. If he does anything else, he's not a good player. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was bad when he wasn't doing that. Yeah, honestly. yeah exactly. But the problem is that they're very thin. Um, yeah, not deep at all. Yeah, Drew Fielder maybe a guy that could play a little bit. Brumbaugh could impact a little bit right away as well. Ryan Mutombo, maybe he's finally good. He Ryan Mutombo is bad, man. He's just not coordinated was, at all. He was bad last year. Uh, Wayne Bristol Jr. His team is not. Good. His team is not good. I just like I just dislike the other teams, but 
blessed. I mean, Abs is going to be so good that they could, like, he could shoot them in some games. Um, and they've had Cooley, so. Yes. He at least is going to, I think, build some positive program momentum, even though they're not going to be good. Next team to Paul, I have last. Um, I have them last. Yeah. This is this is. Not I a did good have team. Butler last, like maybe a month ago, but um, I think I would take this roster over Georgetown. I have some so Al and Tony Selfield now. Would you take yeah. this roster over Georgetown? It's not you a know, good roster. I actually but... haven't looked at it. You know. Okay, I know so I'll read it out. Like it. you have like yeah. Jalen Terry, Chico Carter, Elijah Fisher, Deshaun Nelson, like Mackie Etienne. Jeremiah Odin, Caleb Murphy, uh, don't have Zion Cruz anymore. Jaden Henley, Jamani Kamara. Um, I actually kind of would. Yeah. yeah, no, I would take it over. It's Georgetown. not a good roster. It's still not a good roster. Butler's like, roster is probably a little better, actually. I just think uh, Butler has some cancers. We'll just say. Well, we'll talk about that in a minute. But um, yeah, I think I think the things you look here, if you're DePaul. Um, one you want like they were the Tony Selvig's first year like they were they weren't good but like they they built Promising. positive program momentum they were like fighting uh, they were they had like a good team culture and last year it just all fell apart like they were just done like I think um, a big thing was you know losing Javon Freeman Liberty you know um was he yeah, there I mean, was... in his first year yeah I feel like he was but yeah. like. It's it's more than just losing it's a star. Like, right, and, I get like that. they just like didn't they just weren't competitive. Like you can you can be bad and still like be really competitive just because yeah, they of, weren't they weren't at all. Although um, they beat they still they still got they good guys Xavier. last year. Like Emoja Gibson was still amazing. Like he, he was. was really good. Mm-hmm. Javon Johnson was solid too, but Gibson was like a really good player in his conference. He was no, he was good. And like Nick Ogenda was hurt for most of the year, but when he played, he was amazing. Um. Mm-hmm. So, like, they, they still had talent, him. and yeah. I think the talent got worse. Elijah Fisher is a guy I'm really counting on to have a huge breakout. Honestly, I just don't care about DePaul enough, or I would have had him in my breakout Wait, didn't list. Fi- didn't Fisher leave? No, he left Texas Tech to go to DePaul. Okay, yeah. Zion, okay. Zion Cruz is a guy who left DePaul yes. to okay. go Juco. I get them um, confused. Sean Nelson's a guy I actually do kind of like. Nelson's, yeah, no, he's pretty nice. Um, Mac ETN should be actually solid. Um, defend. He was a good he defend, yeah. And he, he's a, he was a backup center on top three team. Like, you can absolutely work with that. Um, mm-hmm. Jaden Henley was horrific analytically at Minnesota, but I think there's potential there. <laughs> three years of eligibility left. Jeremiah Odin was a decent player. Um, Wyoming, right? Yes. He was he was good the year Wyoming was good. Last year, everything mm-hmm. went downhill yeah. Wyoming. And now, now they're kind of having some injuries again, which is... Oh, no. Well, we'll yeah, get Kenny Foster's out for a year, which, I mean... That's uh not a great and Mason Walters is out for non-con play, so it's already hitting Wyoming. I need to uh they're they're Wyoming's uh strength and conditioning staff. On them. <laughs> strength and conditioning staff needs to be sent home because they are, the sun. do not do their jobs. Um but yeah, Jalen Terry regressed a little last year, but was good the year before. Um Chico Carter, you only want him to shoot. Um he can't do he can't really create, but he can shoot. No, he was a very good shooter when he shot a ball, so that's what you were wanting him to do. They also got Juco guy, Keandre Young, KT Ramey also returns, another former Juco guy. Um, Dramani Kamara is a freshman that could do something right away. Churchill Bass, both. Is that Tumani Kamara's brother? 
No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, it's, I mean, Sound, it's a pretty common similar. African last name, I believe. That's true. It is, um, though. I don't think it is, though. I, I don't know that for sure. Um, But Churchill Abbas is a guy. I'm just going to confirm that's not his brother. Um, let's see. Um, no, I mean, it doesn't appear. No, yeah, I mean, he's from Africa. I don't think Chimani Kamara's from Africa. Um, let's see. Where did my roster? Yeah, I just, yeah. All right, well, next team, no, that's an off the paw. Yeah, next team, no, Butler. Um, yeah, DePaul, I don't think Southfield's making it past this year, honestly. We got Butler um, but, 10th. Butler, yeah, I have him at 10th. Their roster is so weird. It's like, just, just a yeah. bunch of, like... And here's what I'll say with the DJ Davis and Posh Alexander. I just don't see his winning players, like, especially Posh Alexander. I mean, he's um, not like a... I don't know. I don't know how to describe him. It's, like, kind of grown off him over the past few years. You know, years. Like, I loved him two years ago, man. Yeah, I mean, but last year was so bad. His decision making with the ball, the shots he was taking, just so out of control. Like, you know, it's yeah. just frustrating to watch. Um, he he's a solid biggie starting point guard. Though. Like, it's a yeah. it's a good take for Butler. At of least. course, for Butler and where um, they are. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't think DJ Davis necessarily not a winning player. I just don't think he's a biggie high major caliber player. Yeah. He's a six one shooting guard. And so it's that funny, DJ Davis started the, the year so good. You remember that San Diego State game where he had like 30-something? Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he can he can really amazing. shoot the ball. I mean, he trailed off at the end of the year, but he can still really shoot the um, ball. Like, I don't think that's changed. That but is like, true. He's out of position a little bit. Somebody really I do like is Jamile Telfort. I think he's Telford, underrated yeah. he could be the part of player. this team. Um, He's from Northeastern. Northeastern... He was they, good there. I mean, I think he's been have, a high major player. Northeastern, they, they have good talent that transfers up. Oh, shoot, um, they got Tyson Walker. He's one of the right. best players in the country now. Um, so, you know, good school to come from, actually. Um, Pierre Brooks, second, we've been over. I think yeah, he's I think he could jump. take a role moving down. Um, and they got some random tra- – Andre Screen. Why did they take Andre Screen? Yeah, he's a big uh, guy that can't do anything. Uh, Andre Screen's one of the most uncoordinated basketball players I've ever watched. He, can, I, I he guess you take him as a backup. I mean, Jalen Thomas, your starting center. Jalen Thomas, a guy I don't hate. Um, yeah, he's not bad. Finley Bizjak can play a little bit. Uh, maybe Connor Turnbull does something at the big man position. Landon, Landon Moore, Moore, someone I has potential. Like. Um, Augusto yeah. Cassia. Just like again, it seems just like a. Roster of guys, I don't know. You what know, to say. I love that Mata. I do. I just it's a lot took, of nil. I think he took the worst job imaginable. <laughs> um, like I mean, it's it would have been good before nil. Hundred percent. Like, yeah. um, nil has really changed a lot of things. Now he was respect. such a good coach at Ohio State. Some people don't realize how good he was there. He was elite there. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they. Yeah, they. I don't like it. I don't like this roster. Bizjack no, is a guy like Bizjack is a guy I'm really like looking for. Um, yeah. Pierre Brooks, maybe you look for him to make a big breakout year once he's bigger, better option to tell for it. I like to. Um, mm-hmm. the other guys, I'm not incredibly high, and I just think this is just an untalented roster when it comes down to it. Compared to the other teams in conference, I'm also not sure that Thad Mata really cares anymore. Like I don't yeah, know if he's too. fully. He doesn't. I don't it. think he's that vested either. Yeah. Next team, though, St. John's. I'm not fourth, but I'm a little skeptical because they lost their exhibition game to a D two team. 
Yeah. Um, it, they lost. Honestly, they, they they had Dingles, Toriano, Luis out. So I will say this about St. John's. Um, they are always notoriously bipolar. But we need that to go away this year. I'm praying this is Rick Pitino. This, this is exactly. Rick Pitino. This is not Mike Anderson. So I that's wouldn't right. necessarily assume that's going to be. This isn't Chris Mullen either. <laughs> the way it is. No, not Chris Mullen either. Um, but yeah. I St. John's fourth as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I'm going to uh, give Sandy's you guys a little. Um, um, yeah. I told you they were going to, um, and I didn't copy. These are what I think. Like, no, you know, I mean, I we've we've also been these. we've also talked extensively, like just in no, of course, just over text. So at at the same at some point, we're going to have a little bit of group think and just like, yeah, yeah. of course, um, but de- definitely still our own opinions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, no. Um, but the Big East, I met with St. John's. I want to give a little backstory. Um, my dad grew up a St. John's fan. You know, he lived in Queens. Um, he even went, and in this story he told me, he went to a St. John's game in Duke when they played Christian Leitner and all them. And he was in Duke's student section with the St. John's gear on. He got, like, humiliated to no end. Um, but those were the really good St. John's days. And their fan base is such a sleeping giant. And... I, it's just going to be crazy to see how much red you're going to see in the, in the garden this year. Um, like I'm telling you that they're going to come out of the woodworks. Um, they've been waiting for a respectable product. They've made the play in a couple times, but like, I think St. John's fans are very, they're very intelligent. They know a fake team um, from a real contending team. Um, and I think this is the year where, St. John's fans have just been waiting for her. Um, and this is going to be the first year of many great years, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I just love this roster too. Like Jordan Dingle, I've already been over. Um, just a great player. Um, and then you got RJ Luis, who's someone I thought so high. Luis, when he's healthy, ass. will be amazing. Like he was really coming on strong in conference um, play. Like he was. I think he's an NBA player. I think he is going to be drafted. I absolutely see the vision. Um, uh, good, good length on the wing, solid athlete, round. good yeah. shot creator. Um, should yeah. really be a good defensive player as well. Ideally, sure. um, all the tools. especially under Patino. Um, um, Joel yeah. Soriano, dominant force. Um, Glenn Taylor was a solid player in his own right at Oregon State. Glenn Taylor, here's score. the thing. Glenn Taylor can't shoot, but he is very good at driving. He is a mm-hmm. great downhill player. Um, he can serve a role as like a Swiss Army knife, good defender as well. Um, so yeah. the depth of St. John's is very underrated. That Pretty is the solid. thing. Um, yeah. um, but Ledlam yeah. should start to... Very mm-hmm. athletic, physical forward. Um, you can bring Wiltshire off the bench. Conway, we yeah. you know don't love, but he's and there. It's just, he was so. a, on a terrible team and wasn't yeah, that exactly. Great, um, Aline's really underrated. Yeah, Naheem Aline has been a very solid player his whole career. Um, Virginia mm-hmm. Tech. Um, he was a UConn, I believe. Yeah, he um, was there. He won national championship. Year, right, I'm about to say. Um, yeah, he's just a really good – he can create his own shot, too. Like, he's mm-hmm. a lefty. He's a good player. Um, EGO4 is going to be a really solid uh, big man, going to really take over when Soriano leaves. But um, even now – Honestly, they have some other really good freshmen. They got the one guy um, that Brady Carolina Dunlap. was on. Brady Dunlap is going to be a good player. He's good. He can um, he can really score. He can really shoot it. I'm um, interested to see – he's not going to get many, much time this year, but um, down down the line, he's going to be a good player for them. I absolutely um, think so. Yeah, no, And they, they didn't they just flip another North Carolina uh, commit? 
for next year? I don't think so, but the the it's it's in the, it's in the works. Ian Jackson is the guy. I mean, I don't think it's officially happened, but like it's it could happen. Okay, and he brings in Cruz Davis from Iona, someone who you know I don't think he's a power five guy. I mean, he was he committed was... to Oregon State at one point in yes. high school. He was thought of very highly at Iona, um, upside wise. Um, I think he's know. a guy that's hurt too now, but he he should be. Back, right. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Um, so you have Dunlap, and then yeah, that's oh, I think it's a really good. I mean, even guys. like Sadiku being Iowa was like a high major mm-hmm. recruit too. Um, Love. Not exactly sure why Patino decided to keep Drusa Traor. Like I don't. Yeah. Don't I have don't any like, objections. You know like, why it seems I think like... he kept him. Because he's trying to establish that New York pipeline, and he's from Long Island Lutheran. I think he wants to make it known to the Catholic League that he's gonna, you know, really recruit the. I also, I also know Patino is definitely a big culture guy, and St. John's culture last year was terrible. Like, you got guys like Andre Corbello, David Jones, like. (laughs) That was, that was uh, one of the worst cultures I've ever those, seen. Those two right there are guys you do not want if you want to build a great team culture. And I mean, Mike Anderson. Yeah, and Mike Anderson. He wouldn't do anything about it. Like, I mean, you can you can fix guys, but when you don't have a coach, you're going to fix them. It's not really going to help them. Um, yeah, I think they're going to compete yeah. a lot more in year one than people think. Um, yeah, but maybe Drusa Traore was a good culture guy. Um, yeah, we'll see. Yeah, Dingles can really score the ball. Jenkins high major worthy point guard um i would say i will drop the bench point guard too maybe starts you can versatile but yeah i hope these minor injuries that have been piling up just get get better and hopefully we get to see this team at full strength by conference play yeah we absolutely should i mean i know uh luis is aiming to be back by the charleston classic which is in late to mid-november Everyone else should be back soon. Like, there's no yeah, time for dingle. Ankles, um, so you would you would assume, and they would just be back soon. But yeah, right. Next team, Seton Hall. I have them at eighth. Um, I have them at eighth as well. This is a very just like I don't care to watch this team one bit. Um, they're going <laughs> to be good in defense. They're going to be good in defense. It's Sheen Holloway. Sheen Holloway is an elite defensive coach. Like, say what we want about him, but he's elite defensively. But this team was just not. That I will good. say last year, like they found ways to win games. Like I was so low on them last year. Um, Holloway is an elite defensive coach. I think he's just an elite in game coach in general. Um, it's just recruiting. Recruiting this team is that. just not good. Like, like their backcourt is good. Richmond and Dawes is a good backcourt. Dayusu is a guy I like too. Yeah, I like Dayusu. He's a high um, quality player. Dre Davis is fine, but then like their big man, like Jaden Bediako. I, mean, I like Elijah Hutchins Everett a lot. I remember I was very high on him in the portal. Um, he's skilled. former Penn State commit. Um, right. The issue I have, yes, Wasn't he was. Yeah. Um, the issue I have is like back under Pat. None, none of these, none of these guards really move me a ton. Like they're good. The issue, I, their front court is not good though. Like I mean, it's not bad. Like Betty Ako, but like Hutchins Everett, but like that's just like. Hutchins ever is okay, but he averaged like the thing is, Austin P to stop moving. The me. thing is, it's just not like the front courts of these other teams that are just incredibly good yeah. in the front court, right? You know, I, mean, I think that's not... that's your main issue. You just, you just need to get like forty solid minutes out of a game out of those two guys, and they'll be fine. I mean, like those guys are fine. Like Bidiaco started and was okay on a top one hundred team. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you get a breakout from Sadrake and Ganga, who's more of like a more of like a four, a little, a lot of athleticism in the wing. The backcourt's, I don't dislike the backcourt. It's not like great, but like, it's okay. 
Yeah, Kadar. Dodge was good, good last player. year. Richmond has a lot of potential. Um, probably not the right coach for what he needs, but I um, mean, he's still good. Um, solid facilitator. Good. Yeah, athlete. it's just not a team I want to watch. Don't no. just put it that way. They just yeah. They got a visually, few international please. guys late. Um, I don't have them in my roster, but um, I hope I didn't miss anyone. Oh, I'll check because I know they got some guys late. Probably just internationals. I don't think they took any translate yet. And they got like Malachi Brown, just like a random high schooler. Uh, Arda Ozdegon, international guy. David Tubek, Isaiah Coleman, Jaquan Harris. Isaiah Coleman should have stayed committed to Charleston, man. Yeah, I remember like, the, uh, he switched. That was not a good move. Oh, um, I think it might be better for him at Seton Hall. I mean, he's in, financially maybe. Well, I don't know. Charleston, I feel like they have a good... Good fan, a good alumni fan, and I don't see all I know doesn't. I don't know though. Um, hopefully Coleman's good though. I think he's a guy that could actually kind of be contribute. Um, I mean, he could be like a impactful wing off the bench. Um, yeah. Next team, Bill. No, item fifth. Yeah, if fifth Jay Wright well. was there. I would mm-hmm. have him in the top three mix. Jay Wright's not there. Kyle if, Neptune is there. If Jay he, Wright was there, man, I think this is a team that performed so well in the tournament. Oh my goodness. I would yeah, be all of them in the tournament. They they still Kyle Neptune, he had a bad first year. I don't think it's time to call quits on him. Um if although he's a it's, bad it is, this year, it's time to yeah, call quits. It is rightfully so to be skeptical, which is why I don't have which is why I'm like twentieth instead of like tenth, which I right. easily could be tenth based on the easily. roster. Top ten um, roster to this me. This is an Elite yeah. roster. I mean, more like I've, we've obviously voiced that we're not super high on him, but um, he's still a very good player. Yeah, we showed some point guard abilities last year. Can score the ball. Um, TJ Bomba talking about scoring the ball. He is a really good three level scorer. Hakeem Hart, Swiss Army knife. Tyler Burton could be the best player on his team. I really love Burton and Dixon. Where you talked about him, stretch big man, very skilled, skilled offensively. His you perimeter game Armstrong a lot better too. Yeah. Mark Armstrong, tons of potential off the bench. Lance Ware will give you good defense and more of a traditional big man when he plays. I mean, I'm not a Lance Ware guy, but right. no, I agree he, he can provide some value with his defense. With his defense. That's something Dixon does not bring. Yeah. You have Longino and Housen off the bench. I think Housen's a little bit better of the two just because of the value he brings in shooting. Yeah, Longino doesn't really bring that. Um, yeah. He just kind of is an okay player overall. Housen at least gives you a specialty. When he's mm-hmm. in the game. Exactly. Um, and that's something, yeah, we don't have. Chris Arch just needs to gonna, I know he's gonna get minutes because you know he's Neptune. Um and Chris Arch uh Chris Arch is the definition of a game manager. He's he was one of the best players in the country with the assist to turnover ratio. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let me let me look at his usage rate lot here. It is crazy low. Um, it is like he just Game manager. His Jimmy usage G. rate was six point eight percent. That is the lowest I've ever seen. Like that's a percent of his shots he's taking. Like when they're oh on the floor. Gosh. Like if Villanova took a hundred shots, he takes like seven of them. That is crazy. <laughs> and he starts and he's like on the floor. Yeah, he plays somehow. a ton. I mean, yeah, he didn't even. He just needs to not be in the game. Brendan Housen should be taking. He all didn't even of his like minutes. have a good. 
assisted turnover. Honestly, like his turnover. I saw some crazy stat where it was some he was super efficient with turnovers or something. I'm like, come on, dude. I mean, it's really I don't don't know. He just it was like it was like the meme where it's like a clown in the middle of the soldiers. That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> he he did not deserve minutes. Like no no yeah. hate to Chris Archer. He's just not. A, he's just a glorified walk on uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He would not be he's... able to know if his brother was not there. Like um... I don't even think he's that good of a mid major player personally. <laughs> no, he's, um... he's not that good. I mean, yeah. I mean he's efficient on the floor. Like he's a good game manager, but like he doesn't actually bring value to your team. Yeah. He just. And he's kind of doesn't do it. He's just a defensive there, black hole too. Doesn't do anything extremely stupid. I mean, if you give him wide open three, he can He'll make brick. it. Mm. Um, I mean, he makes a couple. Thirty eight percent, like twenty one makes. Like That's you could do right. worse. Um, but like he's he's just like nothing. Very like he's just, he just you're basically four players on the court when he's on there. That's um, really true. Next team up is Providence. Item six. Mm. So we have a difference. I have them seventh. Okay. Um, and we'll talk about why I have them above another team. Um, I really do like the talent. I uh, I don't like Kim English, good. but and that's why I, mean, I have them seven. Um, you yeah. know, I've been high on English projection wise when it comes to the next couple years, but at the same time, as an in-game coach, he is not good. Um, he has not proven to be anything as an in-game coach. This um, roster is very good, though. You have the returning yes. punch of Carter and Hopkins, both could be all Big East players. Josh Oduro, first team in the A10, very solid big man. Um, should fit in well. I don't think he's as good as Ed Croswell. Ed Croswell is so underrated, but Oduro is still great in his own right. No, no shade to him there. Um, Garway Duval should really be a breakout guy, or not breakout guy, really good freshman. I was thinking about Jaden Pierre already had when I said good breakout guy. But yeah, Garway, Garway is definitely a guy I'm really high on. Obviously, you said it before, but good athlete, Rafael elite defender. Castro on pass. the bench. He's going to be. Corey Floyd's a guy I'm high on. I think he okay. was also could like sneaky start at some point, but like not like full starter, but like I think he could sneaky play like a lot of minutes and be a really impactful piece. Um, Ticket Gaines was really good two years ago at George Mason. Trailed off a little bit, but like was a Tennessee recruit, like high major recruit, is really old, has played for English. I think he could definitely impact a game, has good size. Um, Fernandez, I think, is out for the year with an ACL, so I don't think he'll be playing. But Castro is definitely a guy that could see uh, some minutes to back up big. Um, a few freshmen that won't play. I don't think Donovan Santoro or Richard Barron are staring down huge minutes right away. Neither is Eli Delorier. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think overall this is a very solid roster. It is a good really, really, really like to break out potential of Pierre, especially. I think it's a great backcourt if you count Carter in there, but then Carter just kind of does whatever. Um, Hopkins, elite returner. Uh, Oduro, elite transfer. Really solid roster. Not sold in Kim English, but I mean, I don't think he'll tank them that much. They won't be like a, at least like close to tournament if they don't make it. I think this is a tournament team now for sure. Yeah, I think it's not, be not close, like not like I think they're in. not like locked, but like I think this is like a, yeah, I I meant tournament. I'm not really like I would have like, them in. No, I would have them in too. Yeah, them and Xavier are just so close for me. Um, yes, yes. Next team though, UConn won the national championship, but finished fourth in the conference last year due to a terrible January. They were elite every other month of the year, but they lost. Okay, where'd you go? I'm the third. 
you know, I was splitting hairs between them and Marquette, but I have them second. Yes. Okay. I mean, they were they were very good last year, obviously. They were the best team in the country. They lost Adamus Noga. They lost Jordan Hawkins. lost Andre Jackson. I mean, they also lost Joey Calvitera and Himalene. But, like, I think it's still a very good team, but I'm not sure, like, if I'm, like, extremely court. high on them. The backcourt's the... good. The backcourt is very good. For me, like, it's, I mean, Newton, I'm not a huge Newton guy, but like, he's a good athlete. He's good, uh, good passer. I mean, he the had thing to, is, he was the only guy last year with two triple doubles in the country. Yeah. Um, the thing is, they're going to need Castle to give them perimeter shot creation. Um, I think Spencer and Newton isn't enough when it comes to perimeter shot creation in the Big I mean, East with how Spencer good can definitely shoot. He can, he, he can, he can, can really shoot it. Um, but as terms think... of like creating, like you know, being that elite shot creator could fill up the scoreboard. That is where Castle can really propel them. And I think he I don't is know if he can guy. be that guy though. Like, I don't know if he can like really like fill up the scoreboard like that. I don't know, man. I was watching today and it, the, the shots he can hit, you know, he's under control. Yeah. I, I think Spencer's um, gonna average more points than Castle. Mm, okay. I mean, Spencer okay. can really shoot a decent score from inside as well. Um, yeah, yeah, efficient score. I don't know if I trust Castle to be like a gonna score a ton at least points per game, even though he will make a big impact right away. Mm-hmm. Alex Caravan, very solid. Uh, Great stretch four, elite offensively. Um, Klingon, obviously, this all comes down to Klingon. Hopefully, he stays healthy. I think I think he should be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, as a minor and, issue, but you know, it's Castle, and I just, I think Dan Hurley is so elite. I think before even last year, he's kind of getting disrespected. I think as career wise, like you just got to think of his resume. Like at Rhode Island, they were so good. Um, they had really good tournament runs. They beat Trey Young and and all that. Like he's he beat been creating too in those years. He's been an elite term performer forever, and no one talks about it. Except the past few years at UConn, which is kind of why people, I mean, they lost to Mexico State, they lost to Maryland. Yes, yes, that's, that is that's true. A... That is true. He did have those blips. Um, I wouldn't say he's an elite term how... performer, but also I don't think tournament success is as much as some people make it out to be in a coach. Yeah, I mean, now he's a national championship. And, yeah, I mean, what else you know, can you do? You can't do any better. I will that. say, like, it does seem like. You know, he just lost out on Cooper Flag. He, you know, but okay, he's... okay. I will say he did lose out on Cooper Flag. Um, obviously Cooper Flag, number one recruit in twenty twenty four, a generational prospect. Um, but it was always Duke, and you kind of made was. it like a race. That's right. Like I will no. say that. Like Flag Duke was, was always, his, he was Duke always was going to Duke. Yeah. He was always going to Duke. He was never not going to Duke. But like UConn kind of made it so like you know, like because he, he he's like, from the area. You know, he could like right. UConn's like kind of in this race now. Like he, I mean, like I mean, I don't want to call it a recruiting win for Dan Hurley, considering you lost out on him. But like the fact he was able way. to get that close, like I would almost consider a recruiting win for him. Even you though I mean, ultimately, don't get a Cooper flag, which you would obviously want. But like the momentum that he built and like kind of like made it not a do like 100% like yeah I really really good recruiting job but speaking yeah, about the recruits um, that he has on his think, roster like I was saying yeah I, I like think he has a chip on his shoulder now um okay. I think um there's that motivation to continue the success and to be that okay. elite program um yeah. yeah I just think so highly of him a coach and I, I do like him more Shaka um I like Shaka I do mm-hmm. but he's he, he's a bit 
I we'll talk about. We'll I talk about it in a minute. This, but I yeah, will I, say this much: Dan Hurley's better on both ends. That I will say. Um, okay. Especially defensively. Um, I like Solomon Ball. I think he's three level score that could impact things right away. Jalen Stewart is a guy skilled versatile offensive player. Jaden Ross, athletic wing off the bench. Samson Johnson, maybe he gets some play. Um, backup big. Sandiara should get get some backup point guard minutes. So overall. I will say this much. I think Marquette does win, like maybe both meetings. Um, You know they match up really well. However, I think UConn doesn't play down to comp as bad, um, and they will not, you know, play down to because I think Marquette and their lack of defense, they could lose some games they're not supposed to. Um, Okay. So that's how I didn't really lie here, but like I, I understand based on your skepticism. Obviously, Omax was probably their best defender. Yeah. UConn is really gonna miss. Like it okay, so like even though Snogo was their best player, the guys that they're really gonna miss are Hawkins and Hawkins. Jackson. Like Snogo's yeah. replaceable. Like you you literally have a one for one replacement, or maybe even better. I don't um, think and, you can replace Jordan Hawkins and, and Jackson, they don't really have that guy either to really Jackson just said like everything. Like he, he was, was Swiss Army so knife. high energy, elite defensively, could handle the ball. Um he's like a point really forward. gave him really yeah. gave him a lot defensively especially um like stefan castle is good but, like he's not gonna be what no. hawk or hawk or no. jackson was cam spencer is good he's not gonna be what hawkins was i mean maybe those guys provide some like other things as a result like some other strengths but like overall the way like, hawkins think, would just come off of screens just catch and shoot a bill i think i think those losses are gonna sting a little bit more than uconn fans are expecting them to i still and think I they're like a borderline that. top 10 team now i think i had them um, i think i had them 10th in my rankings i'm trying to think back to where i put them it was, i know i did their video very recently though i still liked it i definitely think they're a little worse than last year i can agree I mean, with you you can't be better yeah you can't be better right yeah no next team no uh creighton i i have them first maybe a little biased i'm a creighton fan so but you have them first too yeah exactly so like, you, you tell me why you have them first um, i mean I just yeah, my, look at their team, starting so. lineup. Like, mm-hmm. look at Ryan Cochran or what he brings, like defensively. One of the best bigs wise. in the country. Um, you know, like what I would get from Ryan Cochran every single night. Is it um, crazy that I would take him over like Hunter Dickinson? Like, maybe that's crazy. Like, I don't I, think I'm that's not, crazy. I'm not a big Dickinson guy. I think because, he's still like the best player in Big Because Club. look, like, like Dickinson is nowhere soft. near the defender that Ryan Cochran is. Cockburn are such an uh, an edge on that end. Um, like Dixon's obviously going to be a way more high usage guy, especially at least. Um, Cockburn gets his buckets too. Like you yeah. know, Crane um, team is just so even though. Like they had like so uniform, such a lot of uniformity around their usage. So, um, new word. I don't, I don't know if I said that right. Um, well, let me look at is. <laughs> But anyway, um, I love Stephen Ashworth. I do, you know, okay, it's get just uniformity. I think I do get people's yeah. criticism <laughs> of, you know, he's not a great defender. However, yeah, neither was, neither was Trey, However, Trey Alexander will be he able to mask defender. his defensive weakness. Baylor Sharpman um, is underrated Alexander defender is so good as well. End. He is. He's got good size, good frame. He's a strong kid. Um, really knows how defend. to follow rebounds. Shy- he does. Um, Shireman is so elite coming off screens. Great catch mm-hmm. and shoot guy. Um, it's it's just hard to get any good contests on him because he moves without the ball so well. Well, um, that's sure. I will. I will note. Uh, 
He's obviously not a player that can really create his own shot necessarily. Yeah. But even though he can handle the ball, but last year during the year, I would know like a lot of times he would just like dribble inside and like he's not a guy that's really going to go for the layup. But, like towards the end of last year, like he kind of like did look to score a little bit more. Like he when was, he like, turned yeah. around and put up like a short shot from there instead of just like passing it out all the time. I would His definitely like see him. Is nice, yeah. I would like to see him go for more layups. So, um, I think he should develop a float game. You know, like how would um, he get a nice? He's a guy that I could see floater. having one too. Um, no, definitely. Um, so there's him. Then you've Trey Alexander again, just great defensively. Could Elite be both sides of the ball. Could be for even a jump offensively. Even um, you got guys like Isaac Trout. Um, you got the four. Farabella the four spots the really bench. the only one in question. You have Trout, Miller. Farabell was not good last year, but he's yeah, he wasn't. He he's ideal. He's ideally a good shooter, hypothetically mm-hmm. a good shooter, theoretically. Mm-hmm. Um, not was not last year though. And Frederick King about, is a good backup big though. Yeah, Frederick King is pretty really good physical big man inside. Um, um, Jonathan Austin also provides some shooting off the bench. Um, yeah, no, I think Creighton's depth gets disrespected. Yeah. Everyone's like, well, it's Creighton's it's not, not a deep team, team, but they weren't no, deep at all course. last year. I think exactly. it's better than last year. I like, agree. The depth is better than last year, and they made the Elite Eight. Like, um, come on now. Um, like so. they weren't deep at all last year, but like, or like they're not deep at all this year necessarily. But like, their only depth piece they lost was like maybe like Sharif Mitchell. Um, he, he mm-hmm. played most games, but like, you bring in a player. You, um, maybe you get something out of freshman, maybe Jason Green, Resher freshman, who's currently hurt now, but should be back in some time. Um, maybe he gives you something. I mean, Frederick King is generally going to get older. I mean, Farabelle can't really be worse than he was last year, quite right. frankly. Um, whichever one of Trout and Miller doesn't start is going to be an impactful bench player. Yeah, I just don't hate the death as much as other people do right now. Um, personally as long as cogburner stays healthy when they he got hurt they were bad yeah he's such an impactful player yeah um yeah so um yeah next team xavier item seventh um i originally they were they were like a team that was really in and i've said this multiple times and then their starting front core went down i haven't just below providence so like it's it's not a it's very close super strong opinion i think it's like two or three spots nationally so it's i yeah, have them right same. there i don't have them like i'm not like oh they're way worse than providence sound though there's a monumental gap between seven and eight though i will say that um yes good backcourt though david mcknight quincy Oliveri, very different players ignites more guy that attacks the rim can't really shoot can play some defense olivari cannot play some defense um he, he can really shoot though create his own shot Really offensive weapon. Desmond Claude should be like a little bit of everything this year. He can play one through four, quite honestly. Uh, good athlete, four, uh, yeah. good defender. Should really be more impactful this year. Obviously, on everyone's breakout list, remarkably so. Abu Usman is is what he is. I mean, he's a big guy. He's not gonna. He's not you gonna get bullied say, inside. He gives them rim protection, which they didn't have last year. Rim protection for them was a problem last year. Um, and he gives them more of um of rim protection. He has a huge wingspan. He is massive. So like, um, he's big. He's like six ten, six eleven. Um, and that wingspan is massive. So like, my thing with Xavier last year was rim protection, and they did get better there. Um. Perimeter defense, they did get better there. I was going to be so in on them if did they get better perimeter defense? Oliver is kind of bad. 
Yes, but McKnight is very good. And you have Desmond Claude, yeah. who can be versatile versatile and switch, and he's in a bigger role. So Okay. But then Colby Jones was a great defender too. So yeah, he, he he was like what you want Desmond Claude to be. That's right. Exactly. So I, I get what you're saying there. Well, but. we'll see how defense works. There's a few different ways that can end up, but as mm-hmm. I was saying, like Uzman is a guy that Drew's still kind of out on a little bit, but he's not gonna get bullied inside. He's a huge mm-hmm. guy. At least he gives you that huge presence inside. You got the uh, international freshman and Lazar Djokovic, Sasasiani. And then I don't think this guy's a freshman, but Gidish Namiksha. I think he's a little bit older. Like he's like a grad mm-hmm. transfer or something from a college in uh, Lithuania or something. I'm not sure exactly how the situation works. Don't think he has a ton of eligibility left, but due to his age, I think it impacts some things right away. Skilled European player. All those European players are usually immensely skilled. Um, and you have good domestic class too. Trey Green, going to be the best players, one of the best players in college basketball over his years. Um, Dalen Swain, Reed Charm should see some time. And then Kaji Enze, more of a, a little bit of a newcomer to basketball as a whole. Um, I think he's a guy that could honestly surprise, not a high ranked guy, but will play with a lot of energy and maybe crack the rotation. They did have Logan Duncan, but he stepped away from basketball. So that's right. Um, I've seen that. Yeah, I, I, unfortunate. I don't. I, I'm definitely wishing the best for him, and hopefully everything is well with his physical health, mental health. But uh, quite frankly, it's another one of situations where if you step away from the team, it's probably not because you were drowning in minutes played. Exactly. Yeah, they'll never admit that, but that is yeah. part of it usually. Um, this team would be so good if Freeman Mental and Hunter were. Uh, oh my goodness, healthy. Hunter, Hunter was so good last year. Yeah, he was so good in conference play. He was elite. He was mm-hmm. an elite guy. Hunter elite would defender. make them that that defensive, real defensive improvement from last year. Yeah. So they um, are gonna miss him. This was a team I liked as like low key, like top fifteen with both of those guys. I agree, healthy, but like those are probably your two best players. They were my second winner of the portal next to Florida. Um, Mm -hmm. I had them second, so I should say enough. Yeah, I mean, Um, they did exactly what they needed to do, but they, and it's kind of coming to backfire on them because they're not healthy when they, where they need to be. Um, Their yards are still And I like Sean Miller as a regular season coach. I think he does a good job. Maybe we've seen last year. I I do like him over Kim English, so that is why. Oh, obviously. Obviously. That's, That's, don't you, don't even say those two in the same sense. Like, you can be, you can be low on Sean Miller, but like at the bottom line, he's still one of the best coaches in the country. Like, if you're low on Sean Miller, you just don't think he's like elite, elite, but he's still very, very good. Yeah, he's still top 20. Kim English, the jury is out. And if he's even like a good coach at all, like, the jury's still more out, and he's a bad coach until proven otherwise. Like, right, I, yeah. I don't think we should say like, "Oh, I like Sean Miller more than Kimmy." That's not. I that's mean, not even any question. Just next to each other in the standings. That's why I said that. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah, Sean Miller definitely an elite coach compared to English, at least. Um, but Providence's roster, especially healthy, is well a lot better. Yeah, no, I agree, and they're definitely deeper. So uh, mm-hmm. for sure. Yep. Last team, Marquette. I have them second. Um, one spot nationally. I have one spot nationally behind Creighton. So very close there. Obviously, they won the regular season and the tournament championship in the Big East. So they are nearly running it back without Omax. You have them third, I assume, if I've been counting right. Yep. Um splitting hairs between them and UConn. Re- I think rebounding it's... is the main concern, I think. Like they, yeah. they don't have a lot of rebounding. For sure, and that that's kind of why I had them out early. I mean, like, I think rebounding have... is the thing that can just like figure itself out, but like, yeah, 
Um, um, defense and rebounding are big for making runs in the tournament. Those are those are categories you got to be good in. Yes. Um, and I think they're going to miss Omax a bit. Um, his versatility defensively. Yes. Like um, he 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 was their fourth best player, but he was still like the things he did. Arguably, they're most valuable. I mean, you know? he they, you also like kind of need that pro player on your team, and they like. Like that gives you a little NBA bit level athleticism, just like NBA draft players, like those are important, even if they're not like your star their player. Best player, right? Exactly. Um, they give you those intangibles and you know, being well rounded usually. Um, so yeah. um, I think they are gonna miss him. Like, you know, obviously we said with UConn, they're missing some offensive guys, but I think they filled it in good enough. They still have that defense um pretty good under Hurley, I think. Um, I just really worry about this team defensively. That's my one concern. I love their guards. Their guards are terrific. Great shot creators. It's going to be one of the best offensive teams in the country. I really think like maybe one or two spots separates them and UConn for me. Um, yeah, no, it's just such a cluster at the top. Um, and it's literally between a couple spots nationally uh, between the top three for me, um, for really everyone. So, um, you know, um, I've not heard one person say a single thing this offseason about Stevie Mitchell. Yeah, I, he is going to be nice. He started every game for him that year. Like, he I did. know he's not, like, a super impactful player. Like, he's he's a good defensive player. He's elite on-ball defender. Elite yeah, I was on-ball looking at his defender. stats, and I'm like, wow, Led to Big East in a steal percentage. But, like, I have not heard a single, like, I have no, not heard not a, a one single person mention Stevie Mitchell's name this offseason as, like, anyone. Like, I mean, like. But I've heard people talk about like Sean Jones, Chase Ross, who are very good players uh, in their own right. But like this guy started every game for him last year. Like I'm not saying he's going to be an All Big East player, but like I will I think say, he's getting, I think this, he's getting this disrespected. Guard, this guard depth is scary. Um, my goodness, if they can figure mm-hmm. out things defensively, um, Chase they could Ross, make Sean run. Jones, Trey um, Norman, Zayat Lowry, are guys that should contribute. Could they, they just got to figure it out on that end? And Shaka's as good as he was last year. He was insane. I think he's an elite coach, like low key, like yeah. Texas um, was not the right job for him. I I can agree with that. I mean, he was winning um, at the end. He just they just let him go because he didn't win a tournament. What um, I say which, elite, although what he did was he did an elite job last year. Yes, he yeah. elevated a team that was going to be bottom in the Big East. And like he's always been a very good coach. He just he, like Texas yeah. is like not really what he needed. He's to been be, a great yeah. talent elevator. You know, mm-hmm. like great developer, will, elite he will developer, overperform um, expectations. Um, yeah. However, when it comes to tournament, you know, obviously it's not the end all be all. I think tournament um, success is overrated. Like he made a final four at VCU. Like yeah, I do. Was he a great tournament coach and a bad tournament coach? Now, no, we just got lucky then. Maybe got unlucky a few times. Tyler Cullah got hurt in the tournament. I mean, he was still playing. Maybe that's an excuse. Maybe that isn't. I mean, but yeah, um, I just think they do need to focus a little bit more on the defense on the perimeter. Um, I think that does. I mean, Mitchell's an elite perimeter defender. He is, but I mean, they can score on Cole. Joplin, if Joplin, Joplin needs to be like improve on defense. So yeah, Um, he was a bad defender, but he can really, he can really be a good offensive player. Can really shoot. Can Mm -hmm. really light it up. Um. You just you're looking at um Stevie and Oso to give you a lot defensively. Yeah, um, I agree. You know, um, um, so that's you know an area where, um, Shaka can recruit more in that area for more three and D guys, which I think he'll do. I don't think it's a problem going forward. It's just been the case with these last two years. Um, and uh, I do think that they're going to do better in the tournament this year, though. I will actually put I mean, that tape. I, out I mean. There. 
I think they would have won if Tyler Kulik wasn't hurt. At least won the game versus Michigan State. Yeah, it was a like good he game. was not like he was, he was not playing, himself. but like, no, but like you could tell. I mean, he I mean he injured something in the first. I forgot was it his thumb or his wrist or something I like forget. that. I think it was his wrist or something. It, it was something was, in that. It was an effective area. injury there, especially as a shooter. But like I mean, he you. he was not himself at all those final few games. He and considering how good he was playing down the stretch, he was elite down the stretch. Yeah, he, was. he was elite, elite. Let me read out to his final games. He won. <laughs> Ken Palm MVP game MVP in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games before the tournament. Um, he had 22, 21, 18, 19, 17, 20 points. My um, what are assist numbers like 14, 10, 10, 6, 6, 3. So like he was he was really playing great, um, putting up efficient scoring numbers, doing everything, and then he he got hurt. So I mean it happens. Yeah, it, it does. But if he can continue that scoring punch, like he could, I mean, he's not going to be a player of the year, but you mentioned like he could be the second best player in the country. Like for sure. It's not without reason. Like I think Hunter Dickinson is not like untouchable. Like he's a consensus second best player in the country. I mean, but I don't think he's untouchable. And Kansas has a lot of other scoring. I'm not like super high on him, honestly. Like he's very good. But like he's. I think a lot of Big Ten fans will agree with you. Kind of soft. Um, I don't know that like. Defensively, yeah, defensively is not great. Like, is a team with him as your best player really gonna do anything? They didn't last year with two NBA players around him in the backcourt wing. Um, So, yeah, but I think this is a very close call between one and two. I like Creighton more overall rounded. Um, but this is still a very good team, Marquette. Um, really Mm -hmm. exceed expectations now. They kind of have the expectations on them, but. Still a very good team. Anything more about this conference? No, I think we did a good job. Yes, very fun conference. You'll want to watch a conference. You're absolutely, um, yeah, fun games. Even, even though even though St. John's lost in the exhibition game, um, hopefully they don't lose any by game start of the season. Um, Please no. don't watch okay. DePaul, Butler, or Georgetown. Your um, Georgetown, Jaden. You're gonna want to watch. You're gonna want to watch them just to see how they look. Yeah, that's you know what? Like, that's true. Like, like, what is Georgetown going to be like at all? You want to watch them for that? That's true. The you don't want to watch the other three teams though. Seeing Hall is Seeing Hall isn't going to be as bad as them. But they're just going to be, be like so good on defense. Shoot. Like, they're just not mm-hmm. interesting to watch. Seeing Hall might be <laughs> next to DePaul, like maybe my least favorite team to watch. Like, there's just a bad. I mean, there's like there's just like defensive product. teams. Like, they don't have a fun offense. No, it's like it's like not fun. Like, yeah, right. and they won't exactly. be absolutely terrible. Like, they could like be sneaky. Like. I mean, I like don't they think they're. I think they're clearly. Year. They're clearly eighth. They could be like sneaky, like sixtieth in the country, but they're still not going to be a fun watch at all. No, absolutely not. Um, yeah. Um. Let's see. I. I think that kind of covers it. Um. Yeah. I mean, we're already touching everything. Definitely going to be some fun stuff to watch. So next conference up, a sun. Um. I think we can both agree on that. We already did agree on that. So yeah. Hmm. Make sure to follow all of our social media accounts at Hoopscoop Media, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. If you're watching us on YouTube, make sure to check us out on a podcast platform as well if you want to listen to us on the go. If you're listening to us on a podcast platforms, YouTube is an option for when you have maybe more time or just want to pretend like you're more in the conversation. I know when I'm watching other people's podcasts on YouTube, I kind of feel like I'm more in the conversation with them and more engaged. So if you, if you want to feel like you're in a conversation with us about conference previews and uh, 
YouTube would be the way to go. Um, also posting other content on YouTube. Got a TikTok First page TikTok up. Post very, today. very, very new. Um, not, not. I mean, it, it I was threw a solid some profit post, shade but... up there. Yeah, it was it was a solid first post, but we're gonna put out some better some content better, in better the future. Content. Um, that that was just more of a filler first post just to get a first post out. Honestly. Exactly. Yeah, um, I didn't really share it either. So no, mm. definitely definitely gonna do uh better. But yeah, that's at Hoop Scoop Media as well. Um, we'd love to see some follows come through on that platform. Um, really on every platform, and I mean we're cranking out posts on Instagram, Twitter, everything. So the yeah. results are gonna come keep grinding yes absolutely we've seen some big progress and uh yeah we hope that you are along for the ride so yeah next conference a sun we'll be back um sometime sometime soon with a sun mm-hmm. yeah.